This is the Afyomi Masechta Review, Masechta Yavomas, tape number four. For subscription information, call us toll-free at 1-888-DAFYOMI or write Dafyomi Tapes, P.O. Box 831, Muncie, New York, 10952. This tape is dedicated in memory of Harav Moshe Alexander ben Tevel Nochem Herbstman, Zechronel of Rocha. Our Magid Shir is Rabbi Yossi Heber. We're holding on Daf Samach Aleph Amid Beis and Masechta Yavamis at the Mishnah. A person should not refrain from the mitzvah of Piriyoverivya unless he already has children. The question is, how many children does he need to have already been Mekayim the mitzvah? According to Beishameh, he needs two boys. According to Beishil, he needs one Zachar and one Nekeva. As we see in Parshish Bereshis, Zachar u Nekeva Baram. That shows us you need one Zachar and one Nekeva. At that point, you're Mekayim the mitzvah. Some Rishonim point out that according to Beishil, two male children would also be Mekayim the mitzvah of Piriyoverivya. But he adds one Zachar and one Nekeva as an alternative to be Mekayim the Mitzvah. The halacha we say we need one of each, one boy and one girl, then a person has been Mekayim the Mitzvah of Piriyavarivya. And the Gemara says, even though one was already Mekayim the Mitzvah of Piriyavarivya, he should still remain married, since it's not good for a man to be without a wife. However, once he had children, he could then go and marry even a woman who is incapable of having children. The nafgamina is that the, if he never had children, he could sell a safer Torah to raise money to marry so that he can have children. If, however, he already had children, then he cannot sell a safer Torah for the purpose of marriage. Meishamai learns peru uravu is equal to two sons, and that we learn from Meishu Rabbeinu, who had two sons. Meishil learns one zachar and one nekeva from Bria Sa'ilam, where there was one of each that was first created. There were three things that Moshe Rabbeinu did on his own, which turned out to be the Ratzon of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Number one, he separated from his wife. Number two, after seeing the Egel Hazav, he broke the Luchais. And number three, he added an additional day to prepare for Kabbalah Satira. The Gemara says Rav Nassim learned a different Girsa in Beishamai. According to him, Beishamai learned that one must have two Zacharim and two Nikavis. From the Pasuk in Yeshaya of Leisayhu Vera'a Lashavas, we learn that it is a mitzvah to help populate the world so it doesn't stand alone. The Gemara says if a person has children when he's a guy, then he becomes a ger. According to Rabbi Yechanan, he gets credit for having been Mekayim the mitzvah of Piriyavarivya, because he did have children. Reish Lakish says he is not Mekayim the mitzvah, and he has to have children now after he becomes a ger. Since we say, ger shenis geyer kekotin shenayla dummy, what happened actually before doesn't really count, because it's like a cotton did it. Relatives now, therefore, that he had before, are not really his. Those children that he had before are not really like his children. A Bechor born to a man before he becomes a Jew is a machlekes between Rav Yechan and Reish Lakish if the Bechor gets Pishnayim. Typically we know that a Bechor gets twice the normal share that all the other children get. The question is, in this case, does he also get Pishnayim? The Minchas explains that the mitzvah of Piriyavarivya in general is not Mekuyim when a man does the Maisabiyah. That's only considered Heksha mitzvah. But rather, he's Mekayim the Mitzvah at the moment he places them in the world, when they're born, actually. When he populates the world. That's why it's Shaykh for a guy to do the Maisabiya when he's a guy. So as long as the children are born after he's a Jew, and then if they're born after he's a Jew, then he's Mekayim the Mitzvah of Piriyavarivya. The Gemara says if someone has children, and they die before they have their own children, Rafuna says he is Mekayim the Mitzvah, since he brought another Neshama into the world, who could potentially be a Mashiach. So it doesn't matter what happens afterwards. But Rabbi Yechanan says he's not Mekayim the Mitzvah, since given the fact that these children were Nifter, generations later on cannot be continued, because there's no one to continue his name. 
Grandchildren are like children to help a person be Mekayim the mitzvah of Piriya For example, he has only one son. So if his son has a son and a daughter, he's now Mekayim the mitzvah with this daughter. From the Pasuk in Kehelas, Baboiker Zerazarecha, Ba'erev, even if a person was married and he had children when he was young, he should have more children when he gets old. Rabbi Akiva says this Pasuk is referring to the Talmidim, Talmidim regarding Torah. In fact, Rabbi Akiva had 24,000 Talmidim who stretched across the country, and they all died since they didn't give covet to one another. Later, he gave birth, so to say, to new Talmidim, including Rameir, Rabbi Yaisi, amongst others, who came to revive the Torah. And these Talmidim who died, all died between the period of Pesach and Shavuos. We observe this with different forms of Avelis during Sefiris HaEmer. They all died through different deaths of Chokin, of Askara. A person who does not have a wife, it's as if he's living without simcha, without bracha, and without teva. And then we say, which is the Pasuk. In the Marava they said, if one has no wife, he has no Torah, and he has no protection. He is without Torah. How is that possible? Just because he doesn't have a wife, why doesn't he have Torah? Since he'll be very busy doing chores around the house, he won't have time to learn Torah. The Gemara says, any man who knows that his wife is a Yerushalayim, and he doesn't fulfill his obligations to her, is called a Chaita. A person has obligations to his wife, especially at the time he leaves on a trip. As we learned at Erevin Daf Kufa Medbeis, V'yal Isheich Tishukasech. Just before a woman is expecting her period, Samach Levesta, a man has to separate himself from her. But if he's leaving on a trip, this Chumrah may be waived. In Shulchan Arach, Hilchas Nida, Simen, Kuf Dalad, we say that we need to be machmer on this, even if he's going on a trip. But he can be mekayim this mitzvah and fulfilling his obligations to his wife by saying nice words to her. If a person loves his wife like himself, and he's mechabed her more than himself, and a person brings up his children in a straight path, he marries them off close to their age of maturity, on him the Pasuk says there will be Shalom in your tents. The Rambam says means that a person should marry off his children close to the age of 18. But a person shouldn't marry before age 13 because it's Karav Liznus. And this is brought in Shulchan Aruch. And the Gemara says if a person loves his relatives and he marries his niece he, marry, he gives money, he lends money to a poor person in their time of need. Hashem, the Pasuk says, will be there when you need him. Any person without a wife isn't called an Adam, since the Pasuk says, He's only an Adam when he's together with a wife. Also, he isn't called an Adam if he doesn't have karka, if he doesn't own land, because the Pasuk says, this helps a person pay off bills if he owns karka. Then he can be considered a man. Rabbi Lazar says in the Pasuk, which is a contradiction, because if a wife is an is a Ezer, so why is she Kenegdai? So the Gemara answers, if he's Zaycha, then Ezerasai, then she helps him. But if he's not Zaycha, then she's Kenegdai, then she's against him. Rabbi Yaisi once met El Yo and asked him Pshat in this Pasuk. Ezer is that he works and brings home wheat, but he needs his wife to cook it. That's Pshat Ezer. If he brings home flax, he needs his wife to turn it into a garment. 
The Gemara says, when Hashem brought Chava to Adam, Adam exclaimed, Zeis hapam etzem miatsami, uvasar mi besari. What's the Peshat in the Pasa? Adam lived with every animal, and he wasn't satisfied until Hashem gave him Chava. Then he was happy, and he said, Zeis hapam, this time I'm happy. When Hashem told Avram, the nivrechu v'cha kal mishpacha yisho adama, Hashem meant that he will graft two gerim into his mishpacha, which will generate many chashev mishpachas. This was referring to Naomi and Rus. What's pshat in kol goye ha'aretz? The Gemara answers, even the ships that go from Aspanya to Galia are for the benefit of Klal Yisrael. Rabbi Lazar says that there is no profession that is more inferior than being a farmer. The Gemara says if one has a hundred coins invested in business, he can put food on his table every day with the profits. Vegetables and fruits that a person prepares from his own field will be a bracha for him, since he'll be mekayim the mitzvah of Shvius. In that way, that'll be a bracha because he's be mekayim that mitzvah. A person should sell everything, so that as not to become an ani, but he shouldn't sell the clothes off his body in order to protect himself from becoming an ani. The Gemara says you can be quick to buy a field, but before a person gets married, he should be very careful to investigate his potential wife's character. Maso nasiv isisa. It's better to marry a woman who is a step down from that person than marry a woman who is more chashiv than the man. Because if the woman is more chashiv than the man, she might not be satisfied with him. But when a person looks for a friend, he should look for a friend that's on a higher level than him, so he'll want to be elevated like that friend. All the bad things that come to the world come for the purpose, for the benefit of Klal Yisrael. What's Pshat? In order to keep Klal Yisrael fearing of Hashem, so that they will appreciate Him, Hashem brings these Puranias to keep Klal Yisrael, so to say, on their feet. When Rav left Rabchia, he gave him a bracha to save him from something worse than death. With this, he was referring to a Pasuk in Kahelas that says that a wife that has bad character is worse than anything else since Rab's wife used to treat him badly. How did she do that? If he asked for lentils, she made him rice. And if he asked for rice, she made him lentils. So the son of Rab, who was Chia, used to fool his mother by reversing his father's instructions so that he would end up getting what he really wanted. But Rab told him not to do that because then he would get used to lying. Yet Rab, despite his bad wife, used to give her presents and Akar Satayev anyway. Since she raised the children, and saved her husband from Chataim, meaning to say that marriage prevents a person from Erhurim Raim. Rabchaim Shmulevitz, Zechrein Levracha, the Rosh Hashiva in Mir, learned from here that when it comes to Hakaras Hataiv, there is no difference between if someone did you a big favor or a small favor. Anytime a person does anything to you that's even a small thing, a person owes the other person Hakaras Hataiv. The Gemara says an example of a bad wife is if she makes the husband food and prepares bad words to go along with the food. Once a person gets married, his averis get closed up because it says, Matza Isha, Matza Taif. The Magen Avram in Simon, the Tovkuf Ayin Gimel, explains from this Gemara that because the day of the Chasana is a day of Mechilas Avainis, it's like Yom Kippur. That's one of the reasons why the Chasana and Kala fast on the day of their wedding. In Marava, when someone married, they would ask him, Matza Taif, did you find a good wife? Or might say that a bad wife is worse than death. A bad wife, it's a mitzvah to divorce her. In fact, it's even better to just marry a second wife without divorcing the first wife. This was, of course, before the days of Cherem Rebbein or Gershom, which today we're not allowed to marry two wives. Nonetheless, at that time, they said that it was better just to marry a second wife. Why is that? That in of itself may improve the behavior of the first wife, because she'll be jealous of the second wife. 
Rava said, come and see how wonderful a good wife is. Matzah Isha, Matzah Taif. But a wife with a bad character is like Gehenna. A person who doesn't have a field of his own, but has to buy all of his food, that's not good for him. The worst kind of bad wife is one who is difficult to divorce because she has a big suva. There is nothing more despicable to Hashem than a person who walks naked through the streets. In fact, according to the Shulchan Aruch, he's pasal la'edus. The Gemara says a good wife, happy is her husband. He'll view his days, the days of his life, as if they're double. The Gemara says divert your eyes from a pretty wife because you might get trapped in her net. As many people have, as we see in Tanakh, even strong ones were killed because they got trapped in the net of a pretty woman. The Gemara says a person shouldn't worry about tomorrow's problems because one doesn't know what tomorrow can bring. A person should only reveal secrets to one out of 1,000 people because if a person says it to more than that, it ends up spreading around. Rabbi Yezer says any person who doesn't make an attempt to get married and have children, it's like he was shayfech damim, since the psukim of shvichas damim in Piri Verivia are next to one another. But as I didn't have children, the Chachamim once asked him about it. He said that he didn't have time to get married because nafshi chashka because I'm so engrossed in the Torah that I'm learning. The Rambam in Hilchas Ishas, Perak Tezvav, Halacha Gimel, says that if someone is mamish, so into the learning, and so engrossed in the Torah that he's learning, and he's never mavatal, even one minute, then this excuse is valid. But the Torah says, today we're not in the Madrega to be mavatal, this mitzvah due to learning of Torah. The Pasuk of Nucha Yemar, Shuvah Hashem, Rivavais Alfi Yisrael, meaning to say that Hashem should grasp from the Rivavais Yisrael, from here we learn that the Shekhinah doesn't rest with people unless there's at least 22,000 of them. Daf Samachdal. Rabbi Yezer says a person who doesn't try to have children is Chayav Misa. We learn this from Nodav Va'aviyu. Since they died, and it says, Banim Lohayulaham. Others say one who refrains from having children causes that the Shekhinah should leave Yisrael. The Mishnah. If a person married a woman, lived with her for 10 years, and she didn't have children, he cannot continue to refrain from the mitzvah of Piriyavirivya. And he has to either divorce her and marry someone else, or he has to take a second wife. This was, of course, again, before the Chemer Rebbeinu Gershom. But a second man is allowed to marry this first woman who didn't have children, since maybe the lack of having children in the first wife had nothing to do with her. Maybe it was a function of the first husband. Therefore, the second man can come along and marry this first wife who did not have children. If a woman had a child and then she miscarried, the 10-year count begins from the point that she miscarried. And the Gemara says, if a man divorces a wife for these reasons, he is, however, mechuyev to give her a ksuva anyway. The ksuva money he has to give her, even though he divorced her, for the reasons of the fact that she was not able to have children. The Gemara says Yitzchak Avinu was incapable of having children. That's why, although he married Rivka, and he was 40 years old, and he didn't have children until he was 60, 20 years later, he didn't divorce her, because it was a function of his inability to have children. Avram Avinu was also incapable of having children. Of course, he had children much later on in his years. All the details in Chumash given about Yitzchak's age and Yishmael's age, the Gemara in Megillah learns, was given to teach us that Talmud Torah is more chashev than Kibar Avaim. This was regarding the fact that Yaakov was in the yeshiva, Shem the Ever. It's interesting to note that Ramah in Simen Kufnundalad Sifyud says that Bizman Hazah, we don't force someone to be Megarish's wife after 10 years in order to be Mekayim the mitzvah of Piri of Arivya. The Pischei Tshuva says that a person on his own isn't Mechuyiv to do this either. The Gemara says that Kaddish Baruch Hu listens quicker to the Tfilas of a Tzaddik ben Tzaddik versus the Tfilas of a Tzaddik ben Rasha. That's why Hashem listened to Yitzchak's Tfilas before he listened to Rivka's Tfilas. Avram and Yitzchak were both Akarim, since Hashem desires to hear the Tfilas of Tzaddikim. 
their tefillahs have the ability to change the rulings of Hashem from anger to Rachmanus. Sarah, Rachel, and Hannah, three women who did not have children, Hashem remembered their tefillahs on Rosh Hashanah. And we, in fact, remember this on Rosh Hashanah. Rev Gidol, Rev Ava, Barzavda, amongst others, were incapable of having children because when they sat through the long shiurim of Rav Huna, they didn't go to the bathroom when they should have. And Rabbi says, if someone gave brisim to two children, and they both died, he is in Mechuy of Tamal, the third child, since after two children, you have a chazaka that the children will die. Therefore, you're not Mechuy to do it on the third child. Rabbi Shimon ben Gamliel says, you only have a chazaka after three children die. Also, if three sisters had a son who died from Mila, it must mean there's a genetic issue in that family. Thin blood, hemophilia, etc. So you don't make a Mila on the fourth family's child. The maskana of this Gemara regarding Chazaka is that regarding marriage and Malkas, a Chazaka is established after two times. But regarding the Zikin and Nida, we establish a Chazaka only after three times. A person can marry as many wives as he wants as long as he can support all of them. The Mishnah. A man is Mitzvah for the Mitzvah of Piria Verivia, but a woman, the wife, is not Mechoyev in the Mitzvah. Rabbi Yechanan ben Breka says, both are Mechoyev, since Hashem told both Adam and Chava Peru or Ravu. Therefore, both a man and a woman are Mechoyev in the Mitzvah of Piria Verivia. And the Gemara says, Rabbi Loa says, one is allowed to lie for the sake of Shalom. As we see by the brothers of Yosef, so great is Shalom that even Hashem sometimes lies for the sake of peace, i.e. by Sarah. The Nafkamina, if we hold a woman is Mechuyev in Piria Berivia or not, is if she has the right to force a get or a ksuva if she didn't have children and she wants to. We paskin like the Tanakama that women are not Mechuyev in the mitzvah of Piria Berivia, but that mitzvah lies exclusively with the man. This marks the end of this parak. Now let's begin the seventh parak, Almana Lekain Gado, Tafsamachvav, the Mishnah. If an Almana marries a Kain Gado, or a Grusha of a Chalutza marry a Kain Hedya, all these cases are, of course, Usr. She cannot eat truma, and her avadim of nichse melug cannot eat truma either. However, his avadim, which are referred to as avdei tzayin barzal, they can eat truma. Avdei melug are those that basically belong to her. Avdei tzayin barzal basically belong to him. And the Gemara says, if a kain acquires avadim on his own, they can eat truma, because the avadim are like nechassim to him. The Gemara says if a woman is machnes, some nichse tzayin barzal to her husband, and then they get divorced, now she wants the exact keli that she gave him back, but he also wants to keep the keli, and he wants to give her cash instead. Rabbi Yehuda says she gets the keli, because the keli has sentimental value to her, and she's entitled to that. Rabbi Ami says she can give her cash, since they really become his kalim, by virtue of the fact that he can give avadim, or truma. As you mentioned, Nixay Malug are hers, Sain Barzel are his. The mission says, according to Rabbi Yaisi, if the daughter of the Yisrael was married to a kain, and they had children, and the kain died, she can continue to eat truma, and so can her nixe malug and children. But if she had an unborn child from the kain, when he's born, he can eat truma, but his avadim, abdeit sayin barzel, cannot eat truma. But according to the chachamim, he cannot eat truma, but the avadim can. And the Gemara says, according to Rabbi Yosef, Rabbi Yosef basically holds that a woman can only continue eating truma after her kain husband dies, if she actually had children before he dies, not if she was just pregnant. Since we say, yolid meichel she'en yolid ena meichel. Shmuel says if someone is a mezaka something to an uber, to an unborn child, the uber is kaina, since he has already been conceived, and therefore he has the rights to a Yerusha. Yusayimim who come and want Yerusha from their father, so Bezdin appoints apitropocin, guardians, who choose a nice portion for each child. When they get older, they receive title to these nechasa. 
In the meantime, they can eat from the Paris. When a man dies, the sons get the Yerusha, but the daughters have the right to get food and to sustain themselves while they turn, until they turn into Baigris, the Mishnah. A pregnant woman, a Yava, an Aris, a Cheresh, and a Bentesha Shanam Vyaymechad, all pasal of Askayin from eating Truma. And if she's a Bas Yisrael, she cannot eat Truma. A Kayin Cheresh acquired a Bas Yisrael. She cannot eat Truma since Midaraisa, a Cheresh, cannot be Kayin a wife since he's not a full Bardas. Incidentally, Midarabanan, a Cheresh, can get married because we want him to be a Kayin in the mitzvah of Piria Varivia. A relationship that wasn't allowed puzzles a woman from eating Truma. But relationship, i.e. Bia, only applies if it's done by a boy over nine years and one day old. If a Gera Maini, Mitzri, Mayavi, Adaimi, Kusi, Cholol, or Mamzer has a relationship with a Bas Yisrael, she can never eat Truma. She becomes permanently puzzled with Truma. If a Bas Kayin marries a Yisrael, she cannot eat Truma. However, if he dies and she returns to her father's house, she can eat Truma again. But she cannot eat the Chaz of the Shaykh from the Karban Shlomim. Anyone who is nivola to someone who is puzzled to them is permanently barred from eating truma or marrying a kain. We see the claw of Ein Masiran Minadin. The Torah always warns explicitly regarding punishments for a certain Avera. But we're not allowed to darshan a punishment from a Kalvachemer. A punishment has to be learned directly from the Torah and cannot be darshan from anything specifically, in fact, even not from a Kalvachemer. If a Zar ate truma by accident, he must pay an additional chaymish beyond the regular karen value of the item. When a kain gadol becomes intimate with an almana, the children become puzzle for truma. The Mishnah. An einis, mefata, and shaita do not puzzle. If a kain is intimate with a woman, she cannot eat truma until she actually marries. If she becomes pregnant out of wedlock, she still cannot eat. But once she has a child, both the child and she, the mother, can eat truma. An eved who lives with a bas kain puzzles her. The Gemara. A shaita and a cotton who marry. If the wives die, there is no chiyav of chalitza or yibam. If a person gives his wife a get to be chal just as he's getting ready to die, in fact, if he dies, so she'll be putter from yibam, and she has to stop eating truma immediately, since maybe he'll die in a minute, and then she'll become a grusha, and she'll be puzzled at truma. The Gemara says a person who is mezana does everything in her power not to become pregnant from that particular temporary relationship. A person is not allowed to have yichud with an arusa until after chuppah, but if they did live together, according to Rav, the Vlad would be a mamzer. But according to Shmuel, the child is a Suffolk mamzer. Dafayim. We say that grandchildren are considered like children. Banim, harehein, kibanim. Bnei banim, harehein, kibanim. This marks the end of the parak, and now let's begin the eighth parak, parak ha'aro, the Mishnah. A kain who is uncircumcised, who is called an aro, or a kain who is tame, cannot eat truma. But their wives can eat truma, since they're actually married to kahanim. A man who is a Petsua Daka is puzzle for Kahuna or to marry within Klal Yisrael. And the Gemara says, just like an Aral is not allowed to eat the carbon Pesach, he's not allowed to eat Shuma either. A person who is a Tsar who eats Kajah is Chayev Karas. And a person who doesn't get a Mila is Mechuyev in Karas, since it's very Chashev a mitzvah that was given to Avram Avinu. If a person changes his religion, he becomes puzzle to eat the carbon Pesach but not puzzled to eat Maishashani or Truma, according to Taisus. A non-Jew who has a circumcision is not allowed to eat a Karban Pesach. The Havamin is he is allowed to because he's not an Aram. But we say he's not allowed to. The Gemara says if a child was born already having a Mila, he must have a Tafas Dam Bris before he can eat from the Karban Pesach. A person who doesn't mal his son 
or does not mal his avonim, is also not allowed to bring a carbon Pesach. And the Gemara says as soon as a child's head comes out during the birth, at that moment he's considered born. Also at that very moment, his mouth opens and the umbilical cord closes. An oral is allowed to be mekabel hazah, sprinkling from the paraduma in order to become tahar from Tumas Mace. Even though the mitzvah of mila, cutting of the foreskin, was given to Avraham Avinu, the mitzvah of priya, pushing back the skin membrane, was not. Nevertheless, bizman hazeh, if one does mila without priya, one is not mekayim the mitzvah of mila. And finally, the Gemara says there are certain parts of the mila that are ma'akev the mila if they are left on the arla. These are referred to as the tzitzen ha'ma'akvin, tafayin base. All 40 years that Klal Yisrael was in the Midbar, there were no pleasant winds for Klal Yisrael. So they didn't do mila because they were afraid that children would not be able to recover without these winds. But today, where people are used to all kinds of bad weather, we do mila anytime and we just simply say, Shemer Pisayim Hashem, no matter what the weather is outside. A tumtum, which is a suffix zachar, suffix nekeva, is not allowed to eat truma, but his children, as avadim, can eat truma. A child whose bris was done after the eighth day. You only do the mila during the day, but you're not allowed to do it at night, once you push it off beyond the eighth day. Lazar Shimon says, if it's done bismana, it can only be done by day. But if it's done shalai bismana, it can be done either by day or by night. The Gemara says both an arel and a tame are potter from the mitzvah of re'iyah, coming to the Beis Hamidash for the seeing the Beis Hamidash during the Shalash Regalim. Anyone is kosher to be mekadish the mechatis of the paraduma, except a cherashai to the cotton. Rabbi Huda says all are kosher, everybody's kosher, including a cotton, but an isha and an adragonis, which is a suffix zachar, suffix nekeva, are possible. Truma and Bikurim are the full property of the Kayin. Maeser Sheini is considered Mamain Gavoa, so it cannot be used for Kedusha. Truma and Bikurim are only Batal Bameya. Maeser Sheini is Batal Beraiv. Also, before eating Truma and Bikurim, one needs Natilas Yadayim, Maeser before a person eats Maeser Sheini. He only needs washing for it if it's for bread or before wet fruit, for Chulun. However, when we're referring to to Maeser Sheini and Bikurim, those must be brought to Yerushalayim. They're usher to an Ainan, they need beer. Mashenkein, none of these are required, none of these requirements are required for Truma. The Gemara says you cannot burn Shemen for Maeser Sheini, which became Tameh, but you can do this with Truma Shenitma, those you are allowed to burn. There are numerous Chumras that apply to Kaidish over Truma. This is abbreviated Pei, Chaf, Kuf, Ayin, Chaf, Samach, Pigel, Neiser, carbon, Meila, Karas, and Asur Lo'ainen. There are also certain Chumras that apply to Truma over Kaidish. This is abbreviated with Machpaz. Misa, a person is Tame when he eats it, i.e. Azar. Chaimish, for Azar who eats Truma Bishayi, Pidyan. The fact that it's Asura Lazarim. Many people are Mechuyev to bring a carbon before they can become Tahar. For example, Azav, a Mitzara. Before a person brings the carbon, he's called a mechuser kipurim. And it's a machlekes if a mechuser kipurim can do the avaida on the paraduma. And according to Rabbi Yitzchak, an orel is not allowed to eat maeser sheni. The Gemara says maeser sheni, which becomes tamay, cannot be eaten. According to Reish Lakish, however, one can smear it on his body. A kayin is not allowed to eat truma while he is tamay, but only when he is tar. The Gemara says truma has numerous chumras over maeser. Machpaz, misa, if a person eats it. Chaymish, pidyan, and asur lazarim. Meiser has numerous chumras over truma. Hadas tav. Havas makam, that it must be brought to you, shalayim. Vidoy. Asura lo'ainen. Tuma. 
and beer, but it must be destroyed after years three and six of the Meiser Shani cycle. Finally, the Gemara says a person who was Tomei and died, and did, excuse me, and did tefillah, he can eat Meiser on that day. As a Tfu Yoim, he cannot eat Truma or Kaidish. Once nightfall comes, hour of Shemesh, he can eat Truma. However, Kachim, he can't eat until he brings the carbon the next day. And at this point, he's called a Machusur Kippurim until he brings the carbon. Utfuyim cannot eat truma, or in fact cannot touch truma until the evening, until hour of Shamash. If he touches truma, it becomes Tameh. If a Tameh goes into the Beis Hamigdash, he's Chayav Karas. The Gemara Sapsua Daka is someone whose Beitzim have been wounded, even one of them. But only if it took place Bidei Adam, if he was born that way. He's only considered a Saras, and he's kosher to marry Abbas Yisrael, since that's not called a Psua Daka, which is also to marry Abbas Yisrael. And finally, the Gemara says a Krus Shafcha is someone whose aver is cut, and no strands of it remain. If any remains, he's not considered a Krus Shafcha. To test whether a person is a Krus Shafcha, they can see whether he's capable of emitting Sheikh Vasera. How do they do this? They would flash in front of him the colors of clothing from a woman that he knew, which would cause here Hurim Rayim, so that he would be Maitzi Sheikh Vasera. And although it's Osir to be Maitzi Sheikh Vasera Levatala, here it's Mutter because it will come out in Afghamina if he can get married or not. We have to know whether he can be Maitzi Sheikh Vasera or not. In Igris Maisha, it's brought that if a person needs a medical test which is needed to help make him capable of having children, and it requires Haitzas Sheikh Vasera, this would be Mutter, since it's not really Levatala. Rather, it's necessary to give him the ability to eventually have children. The Gemara says women who engage in lesbian acts are Pasalakahuna because it's considered Znus.